Hello, welcome to today's episode of The Daily. This is Janice. I often wonder where you might be as you're listening to this. Are you at home, getting into the groove of a new day, or just back from sending your kid to school? Or maybe you're about to work out and you're listening to this? Or you're having a drab day working from home and need a moment of respite? Whatever the case may be, I pray that as you lift your eyes up to God, you'll find help that comes only from Him. That you will know He who guards and guides you, who never lets you stumble or fall, who is your keeper, who never forgets or ignores you, who never sleeps, who watches over you, always by your side to shelter you in His presence, protecting you day and night. He watches over you continually. You're basically guarded by God Himself. Whether you are coming in or going out, He's with you. He's always with you. Remember that as you go about the rest of your day. One thing that many people got around to doing during the stay-home time was sprinkling. And I mean sprinkling. Declutter, reorganize, simplify your life, all of that jazz. I'm not pleased with the fact that I did not do any of it. I mean, I wish I did. That's all I'll say. Some of you did some decluttering though, didn't you? Which is great. I hope you got rid of the stuff you threw out in a considerate way. And, you know, not block walkways and all that. Spring cleaning can be quite cathartic. You're not just purging your house of stuff you want to discard. Oftentimes you would come across something or some things that you forgot you had or you had not paid attention to for some time, right? It's cathartic because you're reminded of certain special moments in your life, maybe, when you sort through the stuff. Memories. Two weeks ago, I was reminded of something I own. There's this framed photo I bought during the time I was in the U.S., somewhere en route to San Francisco that captured my attention the moment I saw it. Now, a bit about me, I like window shopping. But what you may or may not share a love for as with me is thrift stores, flea markets, thrift markets, you know, places where you find stuff that someone has owned for decades. That happens to be just what you were looking for that you didn't know you needed. Yep. I love checking out those places for fun, and I love good photos. So I was visiting a mission. In California, you have these historic sites that were built as outposts for Spanish missions work in the late 1700s. They call these sites missions, beautiful architecture. And so just outside this mission were some stalls selling art stuff, paintings, photos, There were hundreds of them in a variety of sizes, and I was casually looking around to see if there was anything interesting. For one brief second, I felt prompted, so I said to God, God, these are really nice, but I don't want to just buy a souvenir. I'd like something that speaks to me. At least, it's more meaningful that way. Point something out to me. Then I went on scouting around, but partly thinking, ah, uh, maybe too much of a hassle. I don't really need to buy anything. Maybe I'll see something somewhere else. A few seconds later, though, my eyes fell on a photo. 
It was this photo of a rustic wooden door, a wooden entry gate actually, set into a sort of a brick-laid archway of a mission. Beautiful afternoon sunlight, and the composition was definitely focused on the gate, where it's made of two wooden pieces, one on the left and one right, with this heavy latch that, you know, when they come together in the center, there's a latch in it. Imagine how a castle door works. And just where the gate is slightly ajar, the left side opens, not outwards, but it opens inwards, which would be significant to me. And where there's a gap between the wooden pieces of the gate, you see this sharp contrast of light and shadow, the sunlight falling through the part that is ajar, that is slightly open, onto the dusty ground, cutting across the shadows that's cast from the gate. Can you almost picture it? Right at that moment, I felt God gently speak to me. Look at that gate. It opens in, but it's not to keep you in. Your mission is not to just stay in, but go out. There is ebb and flow both ways, and the sun beckons you to go out. I won't go into details here, but suffice to say that that spoke volumes to me at that moment. God caught my attention. It was a God moment for me. This photo reminds me every time I look at it as one of many such special moments in my spiritual journey. Now, I'm not recommending you do that whenever you go shopping. If you do that, please note it's at your own risk. When I share that story, it's so that we can talk about moments in our pilgrimage with God that are marked by a physical place or an item or a song or a Bible verse or a journal entry that we may do well to revisit when they resurface for good reason. If you're anything like me, out of sight can be out of mind. We need to be reminded of memories and moments that matter because we either haven't paid attention to them or we've forgotten despite them being significant, probably overshadowed by a lot of other things. Read through Psalm 77 and you'll come across these words. I consider the days of old, the years long ago. I said, let me remember my song in the night. Let me meditate in my heart. Then my spirit made a diligent search. Will the Lord spurn forever and never again be favorable? You get a sense of almost wistful nostalgia of how the Lord answered prayers in the past more satisfactorily than in this present moment. The psalmist lets out a string of questions of whether he will ever know the favor of God again whether he will see God's promises fulfilled like they were before. Has his steadfast love forever ceased? Are his promises at an end for all time? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he in anger shut up his compassion? Then I said, I will appeal to this, to the years of the right hand of the Most High. 
But, so, here you see, yet as he lets out this string of questions, it's not entirely with doubt, but almost rhetorically, like he's cross-examining his own unbelief. He's attempting to cure, like with medicine, this feeling of dis-ease and dryness he's feeling. Then in verses 11 and 12, listen as he says, I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. I will ponder all your work and meditate on your mighty deeds. In the New King James Version, it's actually translated, I will remember your deeds, and then I will also meditate on all your work and talk of your deeds. He's saying, I will remember, I will meditate, and I will talk about it. I've sensed for some weeks that in this crucible time, God is inviting some of us to revisit His words and promises to us, perhaps many seasons ago, to recall moments of His call upon your life that may have come under the dust and clutter of the demands of everyday life, but that He's again drawing your attention to in these days, to remember encounters, alter times, defining moments in your spiritual journey that you may have forgotten about. Is that you? Do you feel a resonance within you as you hear this? Do you sense this invitation? Maybe you've been feeling some dis-ease, unrest in terms of where you are at spiritually or your stage of life? Or are you at a place where you've come to a crossroads and what is ahead is uncertain or it's scary or or you're going through a transition with family or work? Or you feel a challenge of your faith? Or have you been in a patch of dryness? Maybe you don't feel very hopeful or your joy has been robbed somehow or there's this need of assurance within you that God will prove faithful as you press on. The psalmist says, appeal to the Lord, call to mind memories that he has marked out in your life. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. I will ponder all your work and meditate on your mighty deeds. Is there that particular journal entry or highlight in your Bible? Or photo from a pivotal event like a camp you went to? Or a certain song? Or physical place? Or scripture verse that marks one such special moment from God that comes to your mind right now? Charles Spurgeon, in his studies of the book of Psalms, penned these striking words with regard to Psalm 77. If no good was in the present, memory ransacked the past to find consolation. Memory would gladly borrow a light from the altars of yesterday to light the gloom 
of today. When faith has its seven years of famine, memory, like Joseph in Egypt, opens her granaries, her storehouses. You see, while such memories, precious as they are, can be transient, they do remind us of who God is and what he's done for us. We don't cling to God-marked moments or memorabilia emptily, forgetting the one who infuses meaning into them, but we journey on with nourishment we gain from him because of them. Nourishment of how he has been faithful. He was good. He provided just in time. He kept you from harm. He healed you. He directed your steps. He spoke a timely word. And as you remember him, these moments he has marked, and you meditate on them and you talk about them, what happens? It goes beyond sentimental remembrance or nostalgia. You deepen your identity that you are his beloved. Would you take these next few minutes to quiet down, to just attend to God? In a comfortable position, take deep breaths. It can help you focus and relax. Quiet your thoughts for these next few minutes. Silence all other voices except God's. Just listen as Holy Spirit guides you. Ask Him to guide you. Holy Spirit, would you bring to my mind one particular memory that you want me to revisit now? Be still and just allow God to bring that to mind. Don't rush. What memory would that be? An impression or a flashback? Dwell on that memory for a bit. What happened? in that moment. What was special? What did God say or do? Holy Spirit, would you show me why that was special and why you want me to recall that today? Lord, what meaning does this memory hold for where I am now with you? Thank you, Holy Spirit, for highlighting this memory. 
speak to each of us, even as we go about our day through this memories that we are revisiting with you, with your help. I hope that you will take what you've received and meditate on it. Go deeper in your own time with God and really just hear from Him what He has to say or download to you. Let's pray. Holy God, our Lord, thank you for all you've done moments in our lives so marked by you that we recall to memory today. We pray they bring nourishment to our faith, that beneath confidence in these precious but transient moments of past blessings lies confidence in the eternity of who you are, what you've done, and what you continue to do let our recalling, our responding to your invitation to revisit these memories, supply us with assurance of the future and restedness in the present circumstances that we are in. And we pray that for those, those of us who you are reminding of aspects of our calling that we've shied away from or buried away or stopped believing in, that these recalling would go deeper and deeper still, to places where we hear your call clearly again, unmistakably and courageously. We pray that you will even restore the things we've allowed the enemy to steal or derail us from, that we be so cognizant of your unique call on each of our lives. May memory supply the nourishment with which faith overcomes and hope perseveres. We ask that as we remember your deeds from days past and we meditate on them and talk about them, would you deepen our understanding of our identity as your beloved sons and daughters. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Daily. We hope your day will be steeped in consciousness of God's presence with you. Grace and peace. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to The Daily Podcast. We'll have fresh new episodes out for you every weekday. If you like what you're hearing and want to check us out, uh, you can look us up on our website, www.thecity.sg, or check us out on our various social media platforms. We'll see you at the next episode. Peace.